What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger episode number 504 here on Wednesday, February 28th. The last episode of February. <gasps> Soon to be March. The last episode before Super Tuesday. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And this real barn burner of a race that we've got on the GOP like, side. We're talking about it. It's, it's neck and neck. Well, Nikki Haley says <laughs> that she's doing better than ever before. So. <laughs> Um, all right, let's start off the big news of the day, which is that Senator Mitch McConnell is going to be stepping down from Republican yeah. leadership in the Senate. Rest in peace. <laughs> He's not dead yet. Um, He's politically dead. You know, following <laughs> a really record run, and, and he's had some really significant accomplishments in his yes, career. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, it's a shame that when these kinds of things happen, really there's a recency bias as far as how yeah. people feel about it. yeah. You know, I think he kind of stayed a little too long, and that's always a problem in politics. Yeah. But if you look back, his transformation of the of the judiciary to mm-hmm. a conservative Supreme Court, yep. uh, his holding strong against any hearings from Merrick Garland yep. was really a turning point yeah. in the not entire a, history of the Supreme Court. Not a lot Court. of Republicans would have the spine of steel that he no, had agree, in that yeah. fight. Yep. So, And also getting... You know, the core pieces of Trump's domestic agenda passed very quickly. Could have been a little more helpful. The ta- but, you, the, know, you know, the yeah. tax cuts and everything, yeah. like, very it helpful. It wasn't as unhelpful as Paul Ryan, you know, uh, how that it, went. Well, yeah, Paul yeah. – yeah, vote for yeah. the omnibus. I'll get you yeah. the border wall funding. Two weeks later, oh, yep. I'm going to retire and then not do anything. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Mitch's recent uh, shit with Ukraine really has tarnished his view and his, uh, yeah. I guess, political acuity for me. Um, you know, he had those incidents where he basically froze up in front of the cameras. Yeah. But he intends to serve out his term until yeah. 2026, which is really important, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, because we, we got to find somebody there. Well, yeah. We he's gotta, been around so long. There's Is there anybody in, in the state? They'll could, find somebody. They'll find somebody. Yeah. More importantly, though, if he were to die, uh, that piece of shit governor would get to appoint someone. Yeah. And now they recently changed the law. On that, but he said he would not follow the law. Yeah, which is which is unconstitutional. But before there could be a court challenge to it, it it would probably go into place. So there'd be a lot of constitutional questions with that. So either way, we need Mitch to stay around until the next election. Yeah, it's good that he's stepping down. I wish it was kind of now instead of November, given the fights that are currently happening up on Capitol Hill regarding uh, the budget and the, the continuing resolutions and funding and the Ukraine money and all that. But you know. I think overall he was a very key part of uh, conservatism yeah. over the last you know fifty years yeah. essentially. Um, that you know that PBS Frontline on Supreme Revenge, yeah, it's pretty good. That was yeah. excellent. How yeah. basically he was he remembered how the Democrats borked Robert mm-hmm. Bork and was like, "I'll be waiting in the tall grass for you, motherfuckers." Yeah, <laughs> and then and, he, and, and he, then Kavanaugh came around. He's like, "We're doing it." You know, the judiciary stuff was by far his forte. Yeah. Um, and he was pretty brilliant tactician when it came to Senate rules and procedure and stuff. Um, you know, I wish he hadn't necessarily tarnished some of that these past few years, but it is what it is. So, uh, now the all eyes will turn to who is going to take over. Um, I think we know, right? I don't think we necessarily know that. Um, I think there's going to be a pretty bloody fight over that. uh, Supposedly John Cornyn has been anointed as the natural successor. Who said that? 
Well, that's always been like kind of like the assumed the sure, assumption. But in I town. think that Thune's going to go for it as well. well. I think he should. Which I would much prefer him over Cornyn. Cornyn betrayed us on guns. Oh yeah, Cornyn betrayed us on guns. So I don't like him. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. also some talk about Barrasso potentially, which uh, could be interesting. The only thing about Barrasso is he's also very old, and he is certainly more conservative, uh, more MAGA esque. Yeah. Doesn't really have much of a personality. I feel like well, we need somebody in that job a, with a personality. He's, a, he's kind of a quiet man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's quiet. Yeah, he's which quiet is guy. fine. Like, he, my, like Mike Crapo. Listen, I keep forgetting Mike Crapo is a fucking senator. I he's always certainly prefer Barrasso to Cornyn. Oh, for sure. Um, yes. I think Thune's probably the best choice. Now, if I had my dream pick, it would be someone like Rand Paul. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, no, yeah. that's never going to happen. The Uniparty will never yeah, allow that to happen. Uh, but but we, he would be perfect. He would put up it. a great fight blocking, mm-hmm. you know, DOJ funding for the FBI over the FISA shit, yep. like that type of stuff. Like, it would be great. But no, he's too. I, yep. I would even say Mike Lee is another one mm-hmm. who would be good, but he's too much of a bomb thrower. And by that, I mean, you know, making sure conservative principles are yeah. followed through on all aspects of the legislative process, but whatever. We'll see. It's going to be a long haul until then. I think it's going to be a pretty aggressive infight that's going to occur there. So that'll be interesting to watch. Um, On the topic of what's happening on Capitol Hill, we do have some breaking news. Uh, Apparently, they're going to pass another CR, um, which, you know, whatever, I guess. I would have just shut the fucking government down. Um, It's worth it to shut down it over border security. I agree. I wrote that this morning. I think this is at this point, it's totally worth it. All they're doing is extending it a week. Yeah. On both fronts. Um, so we'll see. The interesting thing though, is that now that a CR is going to be in effect past March one, which is part of a previous agreement, Mm -hmm. it's the Massey provision. Apparently Uh there's going to be an automatic 1% cut in discretionary funding. Not that that's really going to make that much of a difference, but I guess 1% of 4.4 trillion is, you know, it's a start. (laughs) What is it? What is that? Let's see. Four, $10 million. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. is that a, let's see, four, one, one, per, <laughs> or I know what I could do. Here, I go to, I'll go to AI. One percent of 4.4 trillion. What is that number? <laughs> Fucking AI. Oh, there we go. 44 billion. Okay. Less than what they want to give to okay, Ukraine. Okay, so yeah. we take the equivalent yeah. of, of Warren Buffett's wealth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and speaking of the Ukraine stuff, so there was a meeting at the White House yesterday to discuss the budget stuff, but also to discuss this national security supplemental that's been – that's the quote that they're calling well, this. Well, that was the real bill behind this cockamamie $118 billion initial – Correct, remember? yeah. So – Which is basically all the money for Ukraine. All the money was going to Ukraine anyway even with that. So now here's Here's the thing. So – Mitch McConnell told everybody in the Oval Office yesterday, including Speaker Johnson, that the Senate's foreign aid bill is the only game in town. It's the only thing that matters. And when Speaker Johnson talked about the border, Mitch McConnell told him to put the border aside and focus on this. What a – what's the middle finger to the base? Oh, for sure. And And that's why I have such a problem with the out-of-touchness, you know. Um, But you also have Schumer and McConnell colluding to upend – precedent and avoiding a impeachment trial of Mayorkas, which I'm not sure why that would even be a thing right now, given the outrageous occurrence of crime by illegal immigrants in this country and the invasion at our border, mm-hmm. um, which we're going to we're going to hit on a little bit because there's a million stories of murders and rapes and all kinds of shit by illegals. Yeah, it's bad. So I don't understand why that's, you know, a thing, but apparently it is. But 
the thing with the Ukraine funding is that they try to say that it's only to replenish our ammunition stockpiles. But if if it were only to do that, I'd say fine. Yeah. Spend the sixty billion because we need it. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> they want to spend that money in addition to sending Ukraine a bunch of cash. They essentially want to spend that money, buy all this ammo on future promises, and ship the equivalent of that out of what's left of our dwindling stockpiles. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. So it's not like you're just replacing our stockpiles. No, no. That's what they're trying to, you yeah. know, they're trying to use that as a PR talking yeah. point, which, you know, smart on them, but it's bullshit. <laughs> now, if the bill is actually written to say that you only use this to replenish U.S. stockpile and you can't have an equivalent drawdown to Ukraine, sure, I'd be behind that bill 100% because we need that. But, you know, this is the bullshit accounting game that they're playing here. Now, there's also the money in it for Israel, the $14 billion, um, which is by far a more important war. Not sure why they get shafted on that end of the deal. But on the other hand, you have Biden putting sanctions in place on one of the only manufacturers of the Iron Dome. Yeah. And basically stabbing Israel in the back, trying to force a ceasefire because he's got to appease his terrorist Muslim supporters. Well, yeah, and he's in, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens because they had the uncommitteds in Michigan last night, you know, broke 100,000, so. Yeah, and I think that it was actually a little bit lower than what I was expecting, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but that's but it's in, definitely significant. In, in a close race, 100,000 people not voting for well, this Biden guy. Well, Biden only won by what, 50,000 last time or yeah, something, something like that? Yeah, 75,000? Yeah. So it could yeah. certainly it could, destroy the race. It could be like a repeat of like, you know, if, that, if, that, if those figures hold, like, you know, if Trump probably wins that state by, you know, 12 to 20,000 like last time, but sure, you know. sure. And if you have to remember, like, there's young, there's young people who probably will agree with the, the Dearborn bastions, yeah, on that and not, you know, voting for Biden. So, yeah, I mean, he's gonna, there's gonna be something. Although yeah. Hamas turned down another ceasefire proposal today, so oh, they I, did turn it down. Yeah, I think they turned it down. Good, yeah. good. I want the war, yeah, keep the war going. So, you know what, for, people, every last so for one the of people them. who all voted that way because they wanted to cease, well, mm-hmm. guess what, they turned it down. So, bomb every last don't. one. Of them. You know, over the weekend we had a uh, U.S. Air Force member light himself on fire in front Aaron of the Li- Israel Michelle. embassy. Uh, his a was- rabid anti-Semite, by the way. Oh yeah, hated the Jews. Yep. Big time communist. Yep. Uh, filmed himself lighting himself on fire, uh, dousing himself in gasoline, and then lighting himself on fire. He was on fire for more than a minute before law enforcement and security officials were able to extinguish it. Um, I say burn in hell. And good riddance. Yeah. One less terrorist in this yeah. world. He said free Palestine. But if you go to his Reddit, Palestine will be free when all the Jews are gone. So yeah. you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. He uh, was he yeah. was a Jew-hating commie. Yeah. So yeah, he a terrorist. No like, he no yeah, yeah, no. And this is a problem with our military, honestly. Oh, 100%. I mean, seriously. I mean, I know it's one per- – it's not just him. There are a ton of other people. I mean, there is the also – I mean, I know the story kind of got forgotten. Mm-hmm. But the Texas – I think he was also another Texas airman who was leaking classified information on these, like, gaming mm-hmm. platforms, I believe. I think he was also a lefty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, he got charged and busted for it, but – Well, and if you look at the force as, as a whole – the U.S. military is weaker than ever before. Yeah, it's bad. In in fighting force and in, uh, you know, our stockpiles of arms and ammunition, yeah. they just recently cut the force numbers down because recruitment is yeah. way down. Who would have seen that coming? I know. Basically, we have no army. 
We have no. Well, you know, I'm not going to go that <laughs> egregious, but yeah, uh, it's not in great fighting yeah. shape. That's the, what is the bigger it? Four hundred and fifty thousand active members. Yeah. Well, the bigger problem is that we said this a few years ago. Yeah. You were going to lose all of your seasoned war fighters. Yeah. Uh, through either being pushed out because of the woke shit, or they were retiring because yeah. of age. Um, vaccine mandates. Vaccine mandates also played a key yeah. role. So that's certainly not good. What we yeah. got cooking there. Um, also, was I like a? Sl- I feel bad. Like I, I remember during the Bush eras, the Bush years, mm-hmm. we had we had a, close to a million people in active duty. Yeah, it's well, they now- called up a lot of reserves. Okay, that's because usually what a million we people active have- duty and a half a million reserves. That's where it should be. I There's think, still full-time. a lot of reserves that are active but are not like not called active. up. Called up. Okay. Um, gotcha. But it's certainly not in in great fighting shape. Yeah. Uh, and and the leaders, the generals, are not seasoned battle people no they're not um they're not not given you know with the russia stuff and also with china Mm because we have you know taiwan invasion season looming i Mm -hmm. think we should bump that number up to be honest with you don't forget north korea north korea too yeah yeah they're firing some rockets again Uh, so you get you know the whole middle east fucking shit show yemen yeah but we're but we're retreating from the fucking middle east after that base attack so it's like what what (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) also we had another spy balloon Go over the United States. Oh, great. Um, was it from the Chinese? Well, they said that it was not, but, you know. Oh, where so have we heard this alien? before? Yeah, who, who, the, who the fuck sent it? Remember they, last time they told us it wasn't a threat, it wasn't collecting intelligence, yeah. and then we find out later on. Yeah. It, it just happened was. to go over a major uh, military base in Montana, uh-huh. and then over a whole bunch of sensitive military sites across the Plain States. Yeah. Including missile bases, but it wasn't, it wasn't spying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The country is just... Way less safe with these people in charge. Seriously, Kazakhstan sent the air balloon? We all know it was China. You know, it's a long time until the election and a lot can happen. And it's when, you know, not only domestically are we our weakest with the, you know, level of tumultuousness and all that, but our foreign enemies would be looking to attack us during this time. Yeah. And unfortunately, our foreign enemies have infiltrated America. Yeah. What if that thing had a dirty bomb on it? Well, yeah, you know. Seri- I mean... <laughs> they don't take any of these things seriously uh. anymore. Um, if you look at the the mix of people coming across the southern border invading our country, they very heavily have shifted now to tons of Chinese, yeah. Arabs, uh, you know, you got a lot of Egypt, Pakistan, um, you know, it's not the southern... Yeah. Uh, Southern America shithole countries yeah. anymore that are dominating. This. I believe you even have Hamas members of Hamas. Oh, they found was, terrorists. Wasn't yeah, there, yeah. I mean, they didn't travel here, but didn't they break up uh, some Latin American American country broke up a major terror plot mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Was it Brazil? Well, they've I think it was. Yeah. yeah, they've caught hundreds of terrorists at the southern border, yeah. which makes you worry about the how many have gotten away. Yeah, because they're apparently now we're up to two million gotaways. Apparently, yeah, is the official number, which yeah. really means you know yeah. five yeah. million. Yeah, um, and all it takes is one. Frankly, all t- it, it, or twelve. Yeah, if you want to go with the cell route, like. Mm-hmm. And now, for the first time uh, in a long time, a new survey finds that immigration, particularly illegal immigration, is now the top concern Good. of voters. Good in this election, um, which obviously is a huge advantage for President mm-hmm. Trump. And you have that being so overwhelming now that guess who's going to the border? Oh, chocolate chip cookie man? Yeah, Joe Biden. No, ice cream man. Ice cream man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to go down there apparently 
Um, is this his first visit? Well, so it's his second air quote visit. Remember, yeah. the first time was to like a totally cleaned up area with no, you know, yeah, that action. doesn't that doesn't count. I'm sure they're going to do the same thing here. Yeah. They're going to sanitize it for sure. But because it, it's I, telling to yeah. me as far as politically, yeah, how significant this has become that they're just going in the first place, yeah, at all, yeah, you know, because oh. that's the last part place that they would want to take him, yeah. Especially after all the reports about how he's been screaming at his immigration people mm-hmm. and how, you know, you have Susan Rice, you know, bitching out, calling, uh, what's his name, Xavier Becerra, a bitch boy uh-huh. <laughs> and yep. stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of infighting. He also asks, apparently, for obscure data points about immigration, which his folks do not have. And then he gets angry again. Yeah. So, uh, basically, it's, it's a massive shit show. Mm-hmm. No one knows what they're doing. You have people in positions handling this 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 crisis that aren't equipped for it or don't have the experience for it. So, yeah, it's... Classic. Yeah. yeah. So we go in there, it's going to be sanitized, even though it, we, we all know that the conditions down there are like, you know, the Mendoza prison. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, here's the thing. We're really, you know, we've seen the tens of millions of illegals that have poured into our country, how there are a lot of dangerous <laughs> people, a lot yeah. of Chinese nationals, they're all fighting age men. Big problems, right? Yeah. Criminals, uh, Venezuela, Ecuador, all those shitholes, Southern American yeah. countries. Well, all their have, gangs are coming here. Well, that's because they emptied their prisons. Yeah. They emptied their prisons and send them north. Yeah. Say, good luck. Yeah. You know, they'll give them a fucking ride. Yeah. We're just seeing the the beginning of what we have talked about and warned about yeah. for a really long time, and that's Illegal immigrant crime. Yeah, let's call it the Kate Steinle effect. It's it's becoming commonplace. Well, these are worse than Kate yeah, Steinle. What's yeah. been happening here? Yeah, you know, frankly, I, that's terrible. What happened to her yeah. all those years ago? But what's happening here makes that look like Sesame tame. Street. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's, it's becoming like a, a daily occurrence now. Well, just in the yeah. last forty eight hours, there's been I think a half a dozen stories about these illegal immigrants yeah, and rapes, their crimes against murders. Americans. Yeah. You have, of course, the most notorious one of the past week, American college student, uh, Lacken Riley, right? Yeah. Lake and Riley? Yeah. Lake, Lake and Lake Riley? And yeah. Um, a 22-year-old nursing student at University yeah. of Georgia was out on a run last week, murdered Yeah. in cold blood. Yep. Her suspected killer, an illegal immigrant from Venezuela, what a shock. But not only that, crossed into the United States illegally in September of 2022. A time which the Biden people said the border was secure and everything was closed. Correct. Remember that? Yeah. But guess what happened after that? He went to New York City. Yep. Guess what happened after that? Committed violent crime. Yep. What happened after that? Democrats, no bail laws, put him out free. No bail. And refused to honor the ICE detainer on him. Yep. Then oh. what happens? Oh, well, he goes to Athens, Georgia, gets arrested for shoplifting. Again. Doesn't appear at his court date, which leads to a bench warrant, which was issued in last December. Uh-huh. And, of course, you know, given the remarks from their piece of shit mayor down there, mm-hmm. no effort to find him. And now we have this preventable no tragedy. Honor, no honor of the ice detainer, of yeah, course, because no. guess what? Sanctuary it City. Is sanctuary City, yeah. Another is. Dem policy, yeah. huh? Then he murders... This poor girl, girl in cold blood. Yeah. And it's such a disgusting case um, because it was just so preventable at so many different levels and so many different levels of the, the Democrat policies enabled this. Yeah. 
they killed this poor girl. They did. You know, this this illegal killed her. Yeah. But they, their hands are just as covered in blood. Yeah. For this this heinous crime. Um, and then there has to be a lot of reworking regarding the media coverage because they described Ibarra as an Athens man. Oh, the liberal media. He's an yeah. Athens resident. No, no, no. He's a fucking illegal alien from Venezuela. Yep. There's no mentioning of that in some stories that he's even illegal. Yep. Uh, and then you have this weird spin that, well, actually, it's not about illegal immigrants or illegal, illegal immigration or illegal immigrant crime. It's about women not feeling safe running by, outside alone because of toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Well, I could tell you something. The illegal immigrants committing crime in New York City, they are making the residents feel not safe to go yeah. out at night because they're fucking rampaging the city. Yeah. Um, and they're using our taxpayer dollars for all these – Reacquisitions of you know days in and other you know, uh-huh. motels to house them. I think was it Ra- these illegal- Rachel Campos Duffy went into one of them. Yeah, and they freaked the fuck out in the lobby. Did you yeah. see that video? Yeah. She's like, "Is this where all the illegals are?" And they're like, "Get out!" The illegals are going to get thousands of dollars on taxpayer funded debit cards yeah, in yeah. New York City. That too. Uh, they get free health care. They get free shelter. They get free food. They get free phones, yeah. everything. Free, these are free and the, education. these are these are the fighting age men, by the way. Uh-huh. Not families. Yep. They're not families in these in these encampments. Mm-hmm. Or right, we should, we should call them encampments. Well, they're beating down police. Yeah, I mean it's it's outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, does it have to take? I mean, will it take the deaths of police officers for people to take this seriously? Well, even then, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, probably not. You're I mean, look right. at what's just happening. Yeah, We're going to go down right. this list yeah, here. You're probably right. Uh, illegal in which DC disgust- shot which three dis- cops, which, which is disgusting. The illegal in D.C. shot three cops. Yeah. That barricade situation that happened here, we find out now that he was an illegal. The one that lasted like 12 hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Going back uh, to the University of Georgia thing, yeah. um, President Trump posted this on Truth Social. Quote, the horrible murder of 22-year-old uh, – I keep messing up her name – Lakin Riley. Yeah. yeah. Lakin Riley at the University of Georgia should have never happened. The monster who took her life illegally entered our country in 2022 – and then was released again by radical Democrats in New York after injuring a child. When I'm your president, we will immediately seal the border, stop the invasion, and on day one, we will begin the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in our American history. May God bless Lake and Riley and her family. Our prayers are with you. And and that's really what he's got to run on. Again, yeah. you know, it's, it's very ironic how we've essentially come full circle from 2016, right? Yeah. The border was a mess under Obama. You know, we had all these Muslims coming into the country, fucking shit up, illegal, illegals, Islamic terrorism. Then Trump comes in, gets things under control at the border, right? Then Biden comes in, mm-hmm. fucks it all back up, and here yeah, we are yet here again. Here we are again. Right back, right back to worse than where it was yeah. before. But it's Obama, our fault, though, that there's a border crisis now. That's their latest no, point. No, yeah. yeah. Obama had operational control of the border. Yeah. There is no control down there yeah. right now. More illegals have entered the country in the first two months of this year than did in the entire fiscal year of Trump's last year in office. Jesus. Yeah. How Jesus. crazy is that? Um, so this is only going to get worse. And and when you have politicians like the mayor of Athens, Georgia, in charge. Well, you can – I mean talk about supercharging that magnet, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> For them to come here. Let's let's play this clip. It's a little long. I think it's like a yeah, minute Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's, it's important. It it is so illuminating into when even a horrible, heinous murder like this happens, their first reaction is still to say, oh, won't somebody worry about the illegals? Roll that clip. I've received many calls, many emails, many queries from the press in recent days 
about this notion of a sanctuary city, and so I want to lay some things to rest here today. This term sanctuary city doesn't have a sole legal or procedural definition. You can look in Georgia statute, and you can find a clear definition for a unified government. You can look in contractual language, and you can find out exactly what it means to be an SEC institution. Sanctuary city doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Many of the elements, many of the elements, we are here to listen. We are here to listen. There will be time for questions. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities we know what sanctuary are things means. that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary day. city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign that sometimes now. arises. Resign. resign now. Resign. You allow one protocol. This to happen, sir. One protocol that sometimes arises. Good for those citizens there who were rightfully yeah. shouting yeah. this fucking piece of trash down. And this mayor deserves, along with the illegal murderer, to burn in hell. Yeah. They yeah. are awful people, and it, it's it's really astonishing to me that this is where we are as a country. But 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 that's them, man. You know, like they, they remember this is their political lifeline. Yes. This is what gets them mm -hmm. clout on the hill through the you know congressional apportionment and everything with the, the you know counting illegals in the census and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's why you know it's not just him at the federal level. We have Dan Goldman basically telling a mother who lost her daughter to fentanyl thanks to this illegal immigration crisis, mm -hmm. that, like, basically she doesn't have a right to be there yeah. to talk about, you know, immigration issues. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, this is where we are. Here's it's one sad. that was just posted an hour ago. Oh the Washington God. Post. Yeah, yeah. Suspect in Maryland toddler's killing had been released despite ICE detainer. Oh, my God. Montgomery County officials say that Nielsen Granados Trejo was arrested last year on theft charges, but the county ignored the ICE detainer. Uh. Um, and this two-year-old was shot and killed by this fucking illegal. Yeah. When the Washington Post is reporting this, that's how you know that this is not uh, – this isn't going to be able to be covered up anymore. No. What's going on here? But I will say, if you scroll – did you see where the section is, though? It's, uh, this is under the local news section. Oh, for sure. Which means it was buried in yeah. that in the in today's edition. Uh -huh. So you know, it's kind of like the the Kansas City shooting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, it's not. I'm not sorry. It's not an illegal immigration issue, but this is a national story. Yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to point out. Both are national stories, but they're being buried under the, the local sections. Well, this illegal was from El Salvador. Great. Um, now we also have in Virginia they also just this fucked week. up in his mugshot too. Yeah, well, they all do. Yeah. Just this week, an illegal alien from Venezuela charged in connection with the sexual assault of a minor Ugh. here in Virginia. This 32-year-old illegal immigrant was uh, arrested on two felony charges of sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl charged with carnal knowledge of a child without force and, quote, taking indecent liberties with a child. Jesus. Entered the country illegally on September 2nd, 2023. My God. And released by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. 
in well, El Paso. Remember, they, they can't do their jobs. The ICE people probably want to keep these guys and deport, deport, yeah. deport them. But, you know, the big man, the big guy doesn't want to, you know, yeah. deport these people. So These people should be sent back. Yeah. They, sit, they should go back to their shithole countries. And guess what? They may try to come back again, but you keep sending them back. Yeah. You don't just let them in. That's why so many are coming. Oh, is yeah. because they know we're not sending we're not anybody out. Them. We're not stopping. And when we do try to stop them, they get they get you know our guys get uh, a rip like the yeah. fake horsewhip yeah. uh, controversy. One of the scumbags uh, for New York Times, I think, was like Biden deported one hundred and forty five thousand illegals last year. Yeah. Okay. At a twenty million. Yeah. You That's know, like <laughs> they, they, they say the same thing with Obama. How and, and it's true. Obama did deport hundreds of thousands of people under his presidency, but he didn't stop them from coming back. You know, it's it's you know, right. it, it reminds me of that uh, clip of the guy. The, his house is flooded, mm-hmm. and there's a fence, and he's trying to pour water over the fence, over the chain, link over fence, the chain yeah. like fence. It's yeah. it. That's basically it. Yeah, sure, he's deporting people. Yeah, but, but they're coming millions, right the fuck back in. If there's millions coming, then it makes yeah, no difference. It makes no difference. And like I said. Uh, earlier this month, we had a barricade situation after a man shot three D.C. cops. Jesus. Thankfully, none of them were killed. Yeah. This man, also in the U.S. illegally, having an active ICE deportation order that was ignored initially by D.C. police. Yeah. In the same world, Muriel Bowser would lose her office yeah. to this. Uh-huh. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is only going to get way worse. And, and the more of these fighting age men that come into our country that are gang-affiliated and, and, God forbid, worse potential terrorists, uh, it's it's really daunting what we face in front of us here. And Trump, rightfully so, promising the largest deportation operation in American history. Yeah. It's going to take years to even try to get a drop in the bucket of these people out of the country. Yeah. Uh, you know, first and foremost, we got to secure the border, uh, which comes with an unequivocal massive building of the wall yeah and not only that when these people come in you send them out right away yep they don't get released in no no asylum claims nothing bye yeah see ya we're closed yeah we're full followed same by same thing a, with travel bans from yeah. all the muslim countries yeah sorry put that full. back followed full. by a mass deployment of federal immigration officers into known sanctuary cities to try yeah. to find these people granted i know some are probably going to skedaddle Yep. You know, oh, if, well. if Trump wins, but you know what? There's going to be some that remain, and you know what? That that we got to get we got to get in there. Yep. Have yep. a presence. Yeah, and uh, it's it's going to be something. It really is going to be something. And Might have to get the National Guard involved. Hundred percent. You got to activate the National Guard. Got to activate. Uh, unfortunately, it. do you federalize the, the National Guards in, uh, in certain states where I there is a that, lot of illegal alien? I activity. think that there will be a limited federalization of the red state National Guards that want to yeah. participate. Yeah. And they will send those people. Into like Calif- the blue states, California, into New Los York. Angeles, yeah. uh, New York, Chicago, places yeah. like that to try to round some of them up. But the but the thing is, the the these cities are already collapsing under the weight of these illegals, right? Oh, and De- when Trump Denver's gets elected, hospital system is about to collapse. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. and they're also furloughing American workers. Yeah, because of they need the money for the illegals. Yeah, but you're gonna see if Trump wins. There's going to be a mass move of all the illegals to centralize in these cities. Yeah. And then you're going to quickly see these blue state mayors fold under the pressure from American citizens in their own in their oh, own yeah. cities, especially places like Chicago, where the black 
population there. Oh, it's pissed. Is pissed. And the Asian population is also pissed. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this isn't just some big you know, yeah. thing that they could chalk up to racism. No. Right? These, these are still areas, try to do. Yeah, they, they will. Yeah. But these again, these are areas where Biden got like 90 plus percent of the vote. Yep. And they are yep. just like, hell no. <laughs> I love, hell no. You spend it on us first before these people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's if no one's dead because you got rid of the shot spotter technology. Now here, here, well, here, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's uh, here's the thing that worries me the most. And I've, I've mentioned this about the, the fighting age population, because it's a very important key in this entire thing. They love to make it out that these are families coming across. Right. And it'd be one thing if they were yeah. still not ideal. Yeah, certainly. But we've these seen are yeah. individual single men coming into the country with not good intentions. Yeah. They keep using stock photos of those families. Yeah. For some of yeah. the stories. And then, and then, and then. You follow Bill Malusian and all these people who go there. It's very it's worrisome deep, yeah. to me that something very, very bad is going to happen. Yeah, it is. I'm frankly shocked it hasn't happened yet. Uh, Obviously, all these things that are individual crimes are terrible. Um, but I'm talking about a, a serious terrorism, like, like mass a, casualty Like a event. San Bernardino yeah. times three type mm -hmm. of thing. I'm also very skeptical over what happened last week with the AT&T outage. Yeah. Um, I think that that might have been a test run for some sort of very serious cyber attack on the United States. <gasps> if they come after the country on a cyber attack, we are super vulnerable. Yeah, it's okay? true. All of our communications are vulnerable. Our, our uh, electric grid is especially vulnerable. The financial system is vulnerable. Just imagine. They go after the electric grid, right? You can't process credit cards. Nope. You can't go to the ATM and take nope. out cash. Unless you pay okay. that ransom to for them to turn it back on. Well, no, no, no. This no. won't be a ransom situation. Oh, this is like a destruction. This is a, like a, oh, wow. Oh. Destroy America. Yeah, destroy America. Thing. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but even that, you can look at just the financial industry. Yeah. Say they shut down credit card processing or attack the ATMs. People don't have access to money. Yeah. The society will collapse pretty quickly here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's estimated that the National Guard, if fully called up, could keep things under control for maybe 96 hours. Oh, and then after that, oh, it's, it's, it's all – Mad Max. Yeah. Mad and Max. that's why I always say that the true currency in the end times is not gold. It's ammunition. Yeah. You always want to have guns and ammo. But yeah, I, I worry about our vulnerability there, especially because places like Iran do have pretty decent – offensive cyber capabilities they do um especially also so does russia yeah now they haven't used them against us but that doesn't mean they won't yeah right china same thing yeah um well china's kind of poked through here and there sure they, sure. they had a mass they, they breached the gao and they yeah. took 30 million files and i think some and um some of which belong to some intelligence agencies yes. that were yep. undercover they had to get them the fuck out mm -hmm. well and so which was surprisingly uh made public I, I didn't think they were gonna make that public but <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's very concerning and uh i i think what happened last week was uh, you know they tried to first blame it on a geomagnetic storm because of the solar flares right yeah that was a total fucking lie to begin with <laughs> and anybody that knows anything about that knew right away that that was a lie and then they still have no explanation for it and yeah. that the, the at&t was down the whole day yeah it was bad okay People couldn't call 911 in some parts of the country. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, you've seen the you've seen the movie, probably most of you've seen the movie, the Die Hard movie. Oh yeah. Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Where it's a one big massive cyber attack. I yeah. I'd argue one of the best in the series. And yeah. if you haven't watched it, 
now you should watch it yeah. and you'll really ship bricks. Yeah. Uh, because that's, I think, what could be something that happens. Yeah. Um, now it probably won't be a heist like it that will, in yeah. that movie. <laughs> he tried to steal all Sorry the to ruin the social plot. Social security yeah. numbers. <laughs> Sorry to ruin the plot. Uh, but, you know, as you're watching it, think of how you would react if something like that did happen. Yeah. How are you going to protect your family? Uh, how are you going to protect your children, uh, your property? Uh, and, you know, that don't get paid to sell guns, but it's really the only way you're going to be able to protect yourself. It is. Yeah. And you have to use your Second Amendment rights, especially if you live in a country where it's allowed. You got to do it. You just simply have to do it. All right. Let's talk about anything else to add on that. No. Yeah. Let's talk about the 2024 election here because things are really starting to heat up. So first off, Ronda McDaniel, see you never. Yeah. You fucking suck. <laughs> uh, thank God she's gone. She's stepping aside. Uh, as we reported previously, but now for sure is happening. Uh, Ronda McDaniel's out, and it looks like Michael Watley is going to be in. Okay. And he is the North Carolina GOP chair, I believe. They're also trying to install Laura Trump as co-chair. Not the biggest fan of that, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, I don't I don't like her financial plan. You sure? Yeah. You know, like, down-ticket races do matter. That's never gonna fly yeah i know that's just ridiculous. i know but it's just it's just not yeah, it's it, like it's 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 the whole point of getting the right people and remember we talked that was about a bad this? quote by her and yeah. it shows why i yeah. think that she's unprepared yeah, for it yeah that's what i mean like um, you want to get good people in there you know it's it goes back to is the, a good plan for the for the chair he's also a big election integrity guy yeah which is. is huge yeah okay we cannot get caught in that fucking shit again that can't happen yeah we gotta have okay? teams ready at the um, ready then they're also going to have uh, Chris Lasavita come in from the Trump campaign to split his time as Trump campaign manager, but also uh, chief of operations yeah. for them. Um, Good hire. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting. I think it was well past time for Ronna to go. She did a terrible job over there. Yeah. Bad at fundraising. Terrible also, expenses. Isn't she like the longest RNC chair since the Civil War? I don't know. But she she, she keeps saying that, or someone yeah. said that. I'm just like, well, if that's the case, then she shouldn't. I mean, that mm -hmm. alone should just make you go. So that's a positive. Yeah, we're okay. in debt. We've lost races. It's just she got it. yeah. On Saturday, we had the South Carolina primary where Trump embarrassed Nikki Haley in her home state. Uh, Trump had basically sixty percent of the vote. Um, a little bit less of a margin than we were expecting. Yeah. However, it's still a blowout win. <laughs> there was clearly a lot of interference by Democrats in that race. Yeah. You have then after that South Carolina primary victory, Trump picks up a wave of endorsements, right? Last night, we get to Michigan. Wolverines. Trump trounced yeah, Nikki Haley in Michigan. Bad. Over 40 points. 42, yeah. I think, yeah, was 40, the exact. Yeah, about it. Yeah. Okay. It's over for her. I don't yeah. know what she's doing. She's going to go through to Super Tuesday, right? I'll, I'll tell you what her, her plan is. Now she's lost all the liberal money, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. pulled out. So she's broke. She's going to go through to Super Tuesday. Here's the plan. She wants to be the one with maybe, you know, 50 to 100 delegates, right? Basically the only other candidate with delegates. So that, God forbid, if something happens to Trump, whether it be, you know, criminal issues or god forbid worse she's in position to say look i'm the one that can take over yeah which thank god i thank god that watley is about to be the gop chair because he will never let that fly with rana in she very well could have let that fly yeah 
And she would have been like, oh, yeah, Nikki, this is great. You know, another GOP establishment cuck like myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing is that we're pretty, pretty well insulated now against something like that happening. That's essentially her plan. But then you also have on the Dem side, Biden winning Michigan. But like you said, a lot of uncommitted yeah. votes. Rashida um, Tlaib was uh, very vocal. Yeah. Oh, well, certainly. Pushing that. All the terrorists were vocal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this. for sure. So it's certainly interesting. And like you said before, in a state so close could easily yeah. play a huge difference in who wins yeah. the state, regardless of whether it came in just below what we were kind of anticipating. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, I mean, really, if you look at it, it was only 43,000 votes that Trump needed to win the president to get reelected in 2020 mm-hmm. in Arizona, Michigan and Georgia, Georgia. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a hundred thousand plus, uh, not voting for you. Yeah, who are good. who are reliable libs? Yeah, in Prague's problems. Uh, another key part of this race, Joe Biden's health, his age. Well, Joey Biden made an unannounced visit to Walter Reed today for his physical. Guess what is notoriously missing from that physical? The cognitive exam. Yep. No cognitive exam, and guess, which is confirmation for dementia. So let's go with that. Guess, guess why? <laughs> oh, why? Because Kareem Gray Papon says he clearly doesn't need it. Oh, yeah. Oh, clearly, okay. clearly does he does not need, need it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Also, a key. So, like when he speaks with uh, the French president Rochepierre, are we gonna? Yes. Are we gonna go yeah. back to this uh-huh. again? My favorite day of night is he's at this event, this black tie event. And he says, I got the quote here because I want to get it right. And then proceeds to fuck it up 15 <laughs> fucking times. I mean, it's, this is ridiculous. Uh, um, in addition, we also have Hunter Biden up mm. on Capitol Hill today testifying behind closed doors. Um, not sure a whole lot's going to come out about it. However, it is interesting that this is the prelude to in two weeks, essentially, we have the special counsel in the Biden classified documents case testifying publicly. Yeah. And if he says publicly again, everything that made Biden look absolutely horrible. Yeah. Like and probably when Bo died. Well, yeah. And probably had the worst 48 hours of his presidency. Yeah. Uh, in that time when that report came out, it's probably going to set off another spiral there. Yeah. I mean, Biden's numbers are terrible across it's, the board. It's bad. It's bad. Um, Everything's bad. His disapproval is horrible. The people saying the direction of the country is horrible. Um, you look at the individual battleground states, they're even worse for yeah. Biden. Biden down yeah. four in yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Not if he's down four in Michigan, if he loses by four in Michigan, he's going to get blown away in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, yeah. Georgia, Arizona, Nevada. Yeah. And that's the whole ball game right there. Yeah. So 61% don't think he deserves a second term. 86% yeah. think he's too old to run for president. Yeah. I mean, where else? I mean, what? what? There is nothing good. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing good. And here's an even bigger curveball. Yeah. It looks like RFK Jr. is going to be on the ballot oh. in some very key battleground states. Oh. Now, this could hurt Trump as well. So I'm not saying that this is going to be 100% help to Trump. But in Arizona and Georgia, it looks like he's going to be there. Potentially Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania as well. Yeah. He essentially picked the important states, yeah. and he's trying to play spoiler there for somebody. Um, Trump voters, though, if he's on the ballot, though, they're not going to... That's not gonna, what I think. They're not going to flee. 
Yeah. I would I say RFK is more of a threat to, to Joe Biden. It's very possible. It's very yeah. possible. In fact, any any three-way race I think this, it's gonna in, this, be, in this situation, it favors Trump. I think it'll be really incumbent upon who RFK is going to try to take on more. Yeah. Right? Is he going to try to take on you know Biden more directly and be like, this country is in, a sh- in the shitter. Yeah. So regardless of whether you vote for me, clearly Biden doesn't deserve to be in yeah. for another term. Yeah. And he can't handle it. Right. Yeah. That has been something that RFK has been saying. Mm-hmm. Look at Joe Biden. You you see this guy cannot be president. Yeah. So that's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Very there. interesting way of uh, getting on Trump's shortlist for HHS secretary. I'm just saying. You think that's what he wants to be? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But that be no vaccine mandates forever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we definitely need good people in a potential Trump second administration. Do. I will say that we can't have any Rex Tillerson trip ups yes, or. Who was the guy? Did, uh, Tom Price? Mm-hmm. Tom Price actually was a good HHS secretary. That bullshit over the charter yeah, flights was yeah. absolute horseshit. Yeah, I, I can't believe he folded under that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they had this other stuff on him. Yeah. But I agree. I think he, was a good, he was a good secretary. Here's the thing. If you look back at the Trump administration, yeah. there were a few very key inflection points at the very beginning yeah. that derailed a lot of shit. Yeah. Okay. Because the same thing happened with Jeff Sessions. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. When they got Jeff Sessions to recuse himself and to appoint a special counsel, that was, I think, the turning point of the entire administration because it was completely uncalled for. Yeah. He should not have recused himself. He should not have appointed a special counsel. And if he would have stayed in, it would have not only avoided the whole Russia thing but it would have then also had a very solid ag in place because look at who came after that yeah you know sally whatever the fuck her name was sally yates yeah rosenstein who clearly was not on our side oh he was he was the man who was talking about 25th amendment with trump which is basically Uh basically he was talking about a coup yeah against trump with top doj officials so Uh, and then Barr came later on which he was okay but not that solid at the end of the day you know, and then you also have the whole uh, Comey situation. Yeah. You know, like and Andrew McCabe. Right. That whole that whole struck. thing. The Russia collusion thing. Yeah. Then it you was get all bullshit. Then tossing Brennan and his people in the mix. You know, someone. Listen, I don't often read the comments, but someone did bring this up. The the one name who always gets skates by on all this is 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 President Obama. Yeah. Oh sure. Sure. <laughs> because he, you know, all this happened under the executive. He orchestrated, he orchestrated the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. He had a meeting, was it 12 days before Inauguration Day, to make sure that this probe had rings of protection Yes, when Trump took over the DOJ proper. It was so, essentially, how are we going to coup yeah, from, the from the inside after the fact? Yeah, and protect yeah. everybody yeah. and keep this thing going. Yep. So, you know. If but you've the, never seen the film, The Plot Against the President. Great film. It it really exposes how deep this thing ran because I don't think people quite realize uh, that this was the biggest scandal inside of our government in American history. Oh, for sure. Ten times worse than Watergate. For sure. And not a single person went to jail. He's going to jail for it, yeah. Not a single person. And that's really the power of the deep state. Yeah. Um, I think that if, if Trump does win again, there has to be some lessons learned from the first administration on who you're bringing in. Yeah. You know, um, I already see them talking about like, oh, 
we should bring General Flynn back and this and that. And it's like, I love Mike Flynn. I think he's a great American patriot. Yeah, he's damaged. But he, you, he's, he's damaged good. He's wrecked. He you got wrecked can't by them. bring this kind of unnecessary heat when you're trying to essentially yeah. transform the government yeah. and essentially, you know, raise DC to the ground yeah. and build it back up. And and double check people. You know, I know we were kind of taking victory laps when Gina Haspel was nominated and confirmed. But Gina Hassel was the one who signed off on yes. allowing Crossfire Hurricane to to go beyond American borders. Yep. She was the station chief in London. Yep. She knew exactly what this was going on. Yep. That's why she didn't want to declassify the massive trove of Russia Gate documents yep. before she left. And there's that binder that the House investigators under Nunez and everything, everything compiled under the watchful eye of Langley, of course. Yes. But it's missing, and we have to find those fucking documents. Yep. Yep. Well, and just, you know, look, like you said, Tillerson. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, these, these are, these are things you, you, you state is not a, is not a, a job like that. You offer something. No, you know? I know. You got to have someone serious. And Pompeo yeah. was great. Yeah. Pompeo, yeah. He cleaned it up. He did. But like though, those decisions are so key. The personnel yeah. are the key to everything. And that's why even though Biden has three brain cells, yeah, he's been so effective, his administration at destroying this country because no matter what they, everyone else says these people are so committed on the inside yeah. to destroying this country and in you know reimagining it in their liberal circle jerk shit. That's the difference. That's it the is. ball game. That is the ball game. It, it really is the ball game. So, all right, big We're gonna, fight ahead of us. That's it. Really, it is, is the fight. It is the fight. It's the fight of the generation. Probably the country. You know, you know country I, so, I, I mean, I, I know we. It's always been said since '04. Remember, the Democrats yeah, were, were yeah. shouting this at you know their convention. You know, this is the most important election of our lifetime. I understand, but this truly is. I well, you know, we say it every time, right? It's a it's an old tired yeah. adage. But at this the time, is the half most the fucking election. country never was saying I'm I'm poorer now than I was four years ago. You oh know? well, you yeah, you I mean, could, you could go down the list, yeah. of the craziness that we face down here. Oh. Should we lose this election? Oh. I mean, you you know we. People yeah. that don't even just believe in the basic yeah. fact of men and women. Yeah. Okay? That. This isn't, you know, this is a fight for the future of America yeah. in a way that I don't think yeah. has ever really been had before. I mean, in 04, the, you know, the spooks weren't going after people of the rival political party the way right. they are now. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, we're drifting towards, you know, us finishing this podcast and potentially being black bagged and sent to concentration camps. Well, yeah, I mean, if we lose the podcast, yeah, it's over I mean, anyway, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I've been very clear on that one, and that is a yeah. promise. Yeah. Um, but you know, even if you look back at who the most air quote radical Democrat people like to say was Obama. Yeah. But Biden, what he's done, and what we face in a future Democrat regime, makes Obama look like a conservative. Oh, did you believe? yeah. Okay. Like I mean, and that's that's not a you know as as, yeah. as Biden would say. That's no joke, folks. That's yeah, no joke, yeah. Like, it's, it's real. Um, I could see Obama being unpalatable to some progressives today. Sure, sure. 100%. Forget Obama. Okay, oh, yeah, Obama career is great, but, you know, he supports Israel. Not really, but right. to, in their eyes, he does. Right. Um, and I can probably go down the list. Oh, there's things. a huge list. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things, and I think people just have to wrap their minds around, like, this is it. This is the final stand. If we lose... We can't take another four years of this. Just think of no. how long this four years yeah. has been and how destroyed like destroyed this country is. Yeah. 
you know, if we don't take back over, there will be no border ever again. The country will be overrun. Yeah. And that's it. You know, like Reagan said, you know, Reagan, you know, takes heat for certain things. He did some stuff at the end. I'm not a fan of the amnesty was certainly one of them. NFA was one of them. Right. But he is 100 percent accurate in his statement that freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Yeah. And if we don't take this seriously and fight like it's for our lives, because realistically it is at the end of the day, Uh, and, and you're seeing this, I think, with the youth, too. Look at college that's, campuses nowadays. That's an underrated aspect. Yeah, I mean – The youth vote yeah. is actually swinging pretty hard towards Trump. Yeah. It's almost split 50-50, which is unheard of yeah. for Republicans getting that but much But if support. we lose, the crazies that are on these campuses – It's it. You know, hurling anti-Semitic stuff, believing in crazy, kooky, left-wing ideas. I mean, yeah. when you have John Fetterman, a Harvard grad, saying, I don't recognize this place anymore. Yeah. And I'm pretty goddamn left wing. Yep. That's how you know it's it's bad. Yep. And these are the people that are going to be taking over corporations, newsrooms, positions of power in government. We're it's done. We're done. We're done. It'd be it's lost, over. It'd be a lost country. And if you look back at history, right, uh, great empires of the world in general usually end up lasting about 250 years or yeah. so. Guess where we're at? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in 2026, yeah, this is Rome. 250 Rome, years. 300 AD. And in Rome general, there. in general, they all destroy themselves internally yeah. from the inside. Yeah. And so I think that that's really a key thing yeah. here that we have to take seriously. We should We've got eight have, months. Have contingency plans to go to El Salvador where it's safe. <laughs> no. So yeah, it is. It's no, safe. Venezuela is no. safe now because we took all their criminals. <laughs> um, you know, we've got eight months here to fight for our lives and i hope that everyone will take it seriously yeah and you know uh whether you love trump or don't and i know there's a significant portion of the party that either will hold their nose and vote for him or say that they won't but i hope that they come around to the fact that they're gonna have to yeah um you know this is it it's mm-hmm. our chance and uh, vote early vote often tell your friends to vote Early? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because we can't count on the election day vote anymore, folks. Well, that's key. Yes, yeah. That's like, key. like, you know, I, listen, get in line. If you want to vote, get, get there. Just get there. Yep. For God's sakes. All right. Well, that was uplifting. Um, <laughs> you know, some other unfortunate <laughs> news that we just got before we recorded here. Uh, we found out now that Richard Lewis, uh, one of the funniest and best comedians, I think, ever to do it, uh, star of one of the stars of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he's done a lot in his life. Passed away, I think, at the age of 76. So rest in peace to him. I loved him, so, you know, it'll be sad. But at least he got to record the final season of Curb. He did. Um, which, ironically enough, this past Sunday, there was a, a back and forth of joke in there of Richard Lewis putting Larry David into his will. <laughs> um, and who would have thought that just days yeah. later he would pass away? So, um, all right, that'll be it for today. Of course, if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, you know what to do. Become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. You'll get so much extra content in addition to Triggered Uncensored. A ton of stuff from Kurt, Matt, Spencer, Katie. The list goes on and on. Uh, help us fight these people destroying our country. We need your direct support to fund us because big tech is constantly looking to essentially Ralph Northam us and abort us post-birth. Um, <laughs> well, now they so, got the AI coming after us. Well, yeah, the AI is coming <laughs> after like us. It's like the creator. They're uh, coming after we us. We love you all, especially those of you who are VIP members and enable us to do what we do here in our reporting, Triggered, 
and more. So we love you all. Uh, again, that's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off if you are not a VIP member and want to join the team. Of course, if you have any comments, uh, email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from you. And we will be back here next Wednesday, right after Super Tuesday, where Nikki Haley is going to get absolutely demolished by 40 points in pretty much every single state. We will be back here next Wednesday, March 6th, with another episode of Trigger. See you then. Oh, no.